You're now tuning in to Deep Down Under, a podcast where I'll be sitting down with influential and inspiring people of our time from all walks of life. In this podcast, we'll be able to dig a little deeper into the minds of those who have stepped outside the box and shaped their own path, getting a greater understanding of their journey. There is always a backstory. Yes, people, it has been a minute since a podcast. Uh, I appreciate your patience. This year has been hectic with the floods and, uh, yeah, fixing the floods and all sorts. I've been traveling overseas for a couple of months, making a living. And at the end of the day, the music's definitely my main passion and focus, but I really do enjoy making this podcast. And uh, thanks for all your feedback. Yeah, hope you enjoy this episode. In this episode, I sit down with Jules Craft, a.k.a. MC Crafty. Crafty is a drum and bass MC and rapper from New Zealand. He's also one of the founders of the Department of Arts, a creative experience agency. In this episode, we speak about Crafty growing up in Gisborne, getting into emceeing, drum and bass culture in New Zealand, the Māori culture's impact on music in New Zealand. We speak about Crafty's love for surfing and what he gets from that and the ocean, as well as competing. We speak about his experiences doing live shows across New Zealand with the likes of State of Mind, uh, the company, the Department of Arts, and how that's been so far. We speak about mental health and training, the future of MC Crafty, and more. Hope you enjoy this one as much as I did. Today I would like to acknowledge the Arakwal people of Bunjalung country, the original custodians of the land in which this podcast was recorded, and pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Boom, we're on. Jules Craft, aka MC Crafty, my bro. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show today and have a yarn. It's always appreciated. I know you've been busy doing a whole bunch of different projects. I see you've recently been doing live shows, one with State of Mind in Christchurch. Tell us a bit about that night, bro, and working with State of Mind previously. And and uh, yeah, we'll go for yeah. that. Yeah, no, I like to start on State of Mind. So I, I guess uh, State of Mind are uh, one of our large, like, greatest exports of drum and bass music from New Zealand. Um, so they make very heavy, unapologetically make the heaviest, searingest, neurofunk um, drum and bass style from, I guess, I mean, they've been they've been touring and, and traveling and making music, like, as an act for, like, 20 years now. Um, and they've, they've kind of gone through two generations of drum and bass and New Zealand's kind of gone through two yeah two two peaks I guess so mm-hmm. when they started music making music it was uh, Concord Gorn oh, sorry Concord Dawn State of Mind the Upbeat um, Trey uh, Jay Bulletproof uh, MC Tali they were kind of the leading hands of that that generation and a whole bunch of other great um, New Zealand um, acts and I suppose the and then just I don't know because they, they're about 10 to 10 years older than us um mm. and then when I was at uni like 19 to 20 it just it just went through this uh, uh it just re- revived um all all my friends were really into it we we're into it in Gisborne somehow mainly just probably because it was just like filthy dirty music and that's yeah. kind of what you like like on the coast like when you're like 15 or 16 just like yeah the heaviest heavier the better um but yeah, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, renaissance is the wrong word, but it basically drum and bass in New Zealand has, has hit another peak in the last mm. four to five years. And um, it's funny, like a lot of those acts that I just mentioned, that that actually been overseas because there was like the career was overseas. That was when mm. they were making money and making a living and they'd m- maybe come and do like two or three shows uh, a year in New Zealand. Um, mm. Was that just, UK? the UK they were going to? Yeah, or? Uh, so... 
UK, but Eastern Europe in particular. Yeah, like, bro, they so, love it over there, eh? Oh, they love it out there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, my grandfather was a, a like a political refugee slash like immigrant to New Zealand from Prague, um, Czechoslovakia, before it was Czech Republic and Slovakia. Yep. Um, so kind of tied up with the Iron Curtain and a bit of rough politics from the old Russian politics, but we won't get into that. Um, yeah. But the... But it is, it's very, it's, it's so buzzy. Like my, uh, my grandfather, he, he died when I was really young, but he's had a huge influence on our family. Mm. Um, he set us up quite, quite well. He built his own business here, um, was able to buy property and, uh, and his kind of legacy um, is, is very large. He played basketball for Czechoslovakia, like at the Olympics. He started a volleyball club here in New Zealand that still exists, started yes, his own business. So, is strong Eastern European yes, man who mum my mum's constantly t- talking about. But yeah, it's just the buzziest, yeah, the buzziest connection of um yeah, that that style of music is really loved in Eastern Europe. And that's mm. kind of where my, my roots are. And um, so that's yeah, that's the dream. But I basically have no fucking idea how I ended up playing the state of mind. Like I do, but it is, it is buzzy. Like there is a photo for me from five years ago in Europe at a festival called Let It Roll. And I'm there with my best mate and we're holding up New Zealand flags at state of mind, just going like, we've, we've come across the country. Uh, we've come across the world and yep. we're here representing that peak, peak fizz, peak party, like energy. Yep. Um, and it's just me and, my, and I just remember so clearly walking into that tent and just watching them sh- like sh- blow the place to pieces. Um, and yeah, I, I'd, I'd just been emceeing kind of much more from like a performing and hosting angle, I think. Mm-hmm. I do like writing and rapping, um, but I've always been... The energy, uh, bro. The energy. Energy, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I just... I've. I sucker for it, man. I, I feel really comfortable in the um, in the position of not clown, but like basically you're you're the entertainment. You're I feel like the MC's job or a good MC's job is to make mm. the DJ look awesome and make the crowd feel welcomed and totally, kind of being that that intersection and conjured almost. Yeah, yeah, and part of that I, I feel part of my success or maybe why I take a different angle to a lot of people is I don't mind not being cool. I just, I don't mind being like a little cheesy or like, or dancing silly, like just really, really enjoying the music. And mm. it, I feel like that uh, I can break the glass, uh, the break the, uh, yeah, break okay, the ice quite easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, icebreaker. And I just like seeing people smile and giggle and, and doing silly things. And and I, I don't know, sometimes with, you know, rap comes from a very egocentric. Oh, yeah, like even when I write, I still write about like how mean I am at something or whatnot. But like, it, it, it I feel sometimes, um, yeah, uh, people can be quite worried about like what they sound or look like on the microphone. Whereas for me, it's like, how do I do whatever's in my power to make everyone feel comfortable with oh, me? And part of that is giving up the like hard. Yeah. being a hard man or Just like flexing, flexing in the corner flexing yeah the corner yeah stage uh, but, work, bro, with yeah, bass, you know? yeah ex- exactly so i yeah just basically had been emceeing in this little pocket um of my own like uh, there are there are some great emcees in new zealand um mm-hmm. probably again maybe like five or ten years older than me um who like this mc rolex uh 
Woody, uh, Kemomsi, Tali, um, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they were they're fucking, oh, Jabs, MC Jabs, he's, they're great. They're very incredible. And I, I always watch them, but for, my, for I guess in my age group, it was just like, I just liked being on the microphone. It was kind of, that was, was, that, was like, that back in Gisborne? Like, what was there a scene? Nah, like, oh. I, uh, I, so we, <laughs> I went to uni in Waikato. Mm. Uh, which is out on the west coast, oh, close to the west coast, and then my best, one of my best friends, Witters, um, who produces Chad um, Witters, DJs. yeah, he's incredible. Um, he was down in Dunedin, which is like the student student capital of New Zealand. That's they just fucking love it, and they love rinsing, um, and they love partying, and they uh, really, really like drum and bass. And that was kind of that's where the Renaissance, I guess, came out is out of that student culture. Um, it kind of reignited at all the flat parties. And Witters was down there DJing. Um, he'd kind of have a, had a bit of a cult following. And I, I just started actually emceeing over like trap music and dubstep because it was really popular in mm-hmm. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got back. There's a festival called Rhythm and Vines at our hometown, which is the, the biggest New, New Year's festival in the country. And um, we'd been both been sneaking in since we were 14 and um, yes, kind of very inspired by it. And um I just one year I remember he 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 had been booked with his group of mates and I was just like oh can I MC and he like he's too nice to say no <laughs> he's, like now it's a good story but I could like just when it's like he's just he, I I remember asking and uh, he was like yeah, yeah super but like hey, I looking back like fuck I had no right like I she'd probably never even see me play and like he's just the nicest dude like he, yeah like doesn't it's so yeah, he let me jump on there, and I was actually looking at a video from ages ago. It's fucking yeah, hilarious. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, so that's kind of where it's spurred on, and then like him being down at uni, me knowing that there's like a chance to play, like it really motivated me. And just throughout the rest of uni, we, I would be playing in Hamilton and stuff, and be booked. Like me and him started getting booked like pretty regularly at club nights and shows. Um, play, oh man, we've. There's a whole deep history there. And then one day, basically, like, I'd been pretty dedicated. I don't know. You're working, you're trying to build a career, and then you're, like, mm. doing music, and you're just, like, hoping. For me, it was always it was always like, I'm going to have to make my money elsewhere. Yeah. Um, but I love doing this, and mm. I want this to be the thing. You know, it's my release and, and kind of not t- taking it, like, get- Giving it the dedication it deserves, but uh, only from yeah, right. a from a craft perspective, rather than like like dedicated to the craft, rather than I need to make money from this, um, or because I already do that with everything else, and I think I feel like I would have burnt out all the passion from it. Um, okay. So, but so I just been kind of following my nose, um, doing shows here and there, and we, we played Rhythm and Vines, a few other festivals, and I just got this call out of the blue from State of Mind and. Um, Stu and he's just uh, he's just like yeah uh, we need like another MC we're like trying a few people out do you do you want to play and I was just like okay. let's go <laughs> you put it on mute yeah, yeah and he's like yeah yeah bro yeah I can do that yeah cool sweet just hung up <gasps> Woo! like fucking ran like ran around the house he's like what the Fuck. They want the actual fucking fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I can't. What the fuck? Uh, uh, I'm like just losing the plot. Um, as yeah, there's so many 
it's, it's just takes so long to get a win sometimes in the creative field. And so I when they that. come, it, it, it feels, it feels really good. And um, I, man, they just couldn't be nicer and more professional. Um, and I mean that, and just super welcoming, super willing to give me a try and full of knowledge, man. They have literally traveled all around the um, lab. Don't come in here, lab. <laughs> Don't come in here, lad. <laughs> Did I hear him before? He's like, I want to have a meditation. You're like, go, bro, go. That's <laughs> so flat. There's my other flat mate, Lamb. So yeah, 33 yeah. Below, who makes crazy music. Sick. We'll get into that. But uh, yeah, so we um, we ran. Um, yeah, and we. I basically just went and played a show with them. Um, and after that, they're like, yeah, sweet. We, so traveling. And it was really, we again, we were really lucky. Drum and bass had had a, that kind of renaissance, I guess, or fuck, that's the wrong word for it. But oh, drum and bass had re, re, repopularized. Revolution? Re, repopular. no, uh, rose again. Rose again. Rose again. Like a yeah, phoenix yeah. from the ashes. Like risen. But also we'd been into lockdown. So there was all yeah. the international, the only international caliber artists that you could book were these New Zealand acts who had been playing all over the world, like State of Mind, The Upbeats and The Train. And they are fucking world-class. Like mm -hmm. a little, like, yeah, it, they they go toe-to-toe -to -toe with all the other producers and um, DJs across the world, like when they're touring, like that's who okay. they're up against when they're touring. And um, I think, I think people realize that now after the after they've just doing that done that two hours but i think you know for a period of time it was just the classic like kiwi not even tall popular it's just like if there's an international it's like it's, it's it has a bit more interest sure, and, and no, i might sell sell more but yep. like these guys with you know yeah i went and played some shows with these guys like, to big crowds and they mm. fucking yeah they know what they're doing it's yep. like pet's clinical so but yeah, but just being you basically fell in really well with them, got along really well with Pat and Stu, and um, just been doing a few shows, played played a ton of festivals with them in New Zealand. Um, How'd that feel? And, How was that? Because I know I know performing means a lot to you. Yeah, um, mind blowing. I can only imagine. Bro. Very mind blowing. If super, super, um, super humbling. Super. Uh, I probably still hasn't hit me. Sometimes I think about it and I, I, I just, I, when I like can't, and like I know I like fully don't appreciate it, I'll just be like, you know, I'm going to tell my grandkids. And totally, so, bro. Or, 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 like, like at some point down, at some point down the track, I'm going to appreciate, like fully appreciate it. I'm still yeah. kind of in it at the moment. Um, and, but yeah, some of the, some of those shows and man, it's just so funny. The difference between traveling off of, you know, not not roadman spec like because it's new zealand it's chill but we, we you know we I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty up-and-coming artist before then or or mm. and still like people know me people like me i've done a lot of shows but it's not i guess there's not a lot of gravity around um what i'm doing but with them it's like they're fucking yeah they've been in the game for like 20 years they're well known um and i i always likened it to being you know those like sucker fish that hang on to the great whites 
like they're just they just and like the great white goes around gets fed gets fed like and the sucker fish just the yeah. sucker fish gets a double bed yeah. gets a flight there and back gets in the right gets a taxi gets dinner like it's like, <laughs> so it's like good vibes. yeah the sucker fish is just cracking jokes like fuck okay. it doesn't really have any in no responsibilities but the sucker fish getting paid finally bro like yeah. crazy but um so yeah, it, 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 I just I just so grateful and appreciative of it, um, and and um, really yeah, and, and enjoying. It. I I've, I've now that I've, I think it's it's been two two years of traveling and playing with them as well, and mm. um, the the only difficulty now for me is just fuck after like kind of getting run down. I got like COVID, and then I got that flu. This like had this like super flu. Like within like a month, I got really quite sick. Um, on both when was that? What, what date was that, bro? What month was that? This year? Like, ma- yeah, April. Yeah, oh, bro. April. I got the same thing. I got fucked. Yeah, yeah. In May, with yeah. This flu thing. Just yeah. So I got the, and then like the last two years of just stressing, like trying to run a business and mm-hmm. and like getting locked in out in and out, and then like you're trying to make your passion for the only like yeah the difficulty thing at the moment is just like my fucking energy is like i just used to have this incredible pool of energy to pull Mm -hmm. from like and Mm -hmm. i'd be you know i'd be building shows and then emceeing and then going off on trips and surfing and um yeah i've just been trying to rebuild that kind of energy after getting sick and kind of run down like it's only like yeah just trying to manage like i don't know how long did it last <clears throat> um i think i think like the covid slash flu thing was like a good three months mm. um like i was of feeling low and then in the last three months i've been training a bit and that's mm. changed my perspective heaps or like cool. that's uh, been doing like pretty dedicated like gym work work mm. at um these classes at les mills which has been good but yeah kind of it's still there like the, even the mental like just the training yeah yeah the fit Mm. Mm, yeah the, it, i'm just I'm, i've just been such an energy mm. rich person my whole life um and it's been really confronting eh? like it's just like this it's like this just, i've lost the sixth gear that i had mm-hmm. um and it freaks me out that i i don't know if i'm getting older or i was just like tired and run down like, nah, and man, it was, it's definitely <laughs> a passage of time because i had insomnia last year for for a while and uh yeah bro it's like it sucks the life out. And you're sitting there going, I know I can do this and I, I want to do this and I can't, you know, and it's like this mm. fucking wall, but yeah, it does pass, man. It does pass mm. for sure. Yeah. And you, I mean, you are, you are getting older, but. <laughs> oh, but I, mean, it's, I don't even want to talk about it. There was my mate put up a TikTok yesterday and it was like, how does Crafty look 20 and 35 at the same time? Was some of the, one of the comments. I was like, because I'm smack bang in the middle of that, mate. <laughs> shut up. Like, oh, TikTok ruthless, cool. bro. Bro, how, how did, uh, how has New Zealand got this drum and bass scene in the first place? Is it through... The roots and reggae sort of yeah totally culture. totally like that, R- R- yeah hundred percent like yeah. roots reggae and that through moldy um, is that through the moldy sort of yeah that yeah so for sure like the I mean the I I it, it's we're we're per capita which is New, Z- New Zealand you'll hear us say a lot when we, <laughs> when when you, 
when you're a country of four million and you're comparing yeah. yourself to the world. But per capita, New Zealand is one of the largest consumers of reggae music. Wow. Um, um, easily. Um, I mean, there's there's a place up the uh, uh, to like an hour and a half up the coast from where I live on Gisborne. It's called Ruatoria, and they're like rust like it's like a rust of culture there yeah, for man. sure um yeah i guess that a, a lot of crossover between kind of jamaican music and multi culture um and i mean yeah the multi are fucking incredible musicians like and rhythmic and dancers like i i would just off the bat but um so yeah it was it was kind of definitely that reggae music and then like i mean i wasn't super alive then or <laughs> I, was, I was super young i would have been super young but it kind of yeah it kind of moved into dub uh like reggaeton dub like a bit more like bassy electronic sound um and that, that, that's the crossover and and then from that drum and bass but like there's acts like um like fuck the reggae acts like catch a fire is not like incredible house of shem um, these are guys who all travel around the world. Um, Salmonella Dub were, were great big. There's an uh, artist called Tiki Tane, who's more, much more of a representation of just New Zealand roots music than I would say reggae or anything. But he's, he's man, he's, he, he was in Salmonella Dub. He does the sound for Shapeshifter. So Shapeshifter, Fat Freddy's Drop, um, Fat yeah. Freddy's Drop are definitely, that. Uh, they are probably the perfect example of the, like New Zealand music mixed totally with fun. that kind of dub. A reggae electronic um yeah fat freddy's drop and shapeshifter uh you know without a doubt the and then even you look at like like lab which is like blowing up right now um and they they though the brother two of them were in cora cora is another um amazing band from new zealand um that came out but yeah that so it, I, it's there was yes eight, 70s 80s 90s that was the that was the thing and then it was early 2000s with like big day out and stuff when some of the drum and bass acts started to break out like concord dawn had a huge tune called morning light which ended up taking them all around the world awesome um, state of state of mind were around that right around that same time and um That's yeah cool, few, bro, that they're pioneers and and uh yeah now you're getting to sort of have that experience with them <clears throat> oh it's yeah it's 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 buzzy bro you mentioned very, before very, you said there was like uh two life cycles what was the first kind like you mean by types of drum and bass yeah like what was the first sort yeah, of yeah yeah i just i guess i guess i just i guess i just mean like the two generations but yeah the first okay. generation is like neuro break beats um uh jungle like yeah. a lot of jungle like I, i'm not i'm not super clued up on jungle. i'm not yep. super clued up on um names or djs or producers of yeah. drum and bass I, i've dedicated a lot of my time to it but like i just leave that to the djs there's enough djs in the moment, bro yeah i just like, like whatever you're gonna play i'll say something to it or if there's lyrics i'll say nothing i promise yeah. um, I'll, um so uh, as far as like yeah i'm probably not the best drum and bass historian but that i, I guess it's that yeah um neuro breaks jungle um much more traditional drum and bass and now it's more future. jump yeah jump up and like dance floor um so you've got kind of like uh heavy bass lines and the jump ups actually it's kind of funny we my generation were the generation who loved all the stuff that had come before and we were like that's what we were discovering i feel mm -hmm. like and then like the the guys yet five years younger than me which which it's only like 
kind of a year or two, I realized that I'm actually not at university <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I'm, not a stu- I'm not a student. Fucking like, it's just like, but so they're, they're meant to much more like jump up, um, I guess. Disruptor T95 similar. They just they just toured. Then like Mackie G was the first big jump up song that went crazy. Mm. Um, and I'm oh, uh, King of the Rollers, which isn't really jump up. It's Rollers Rollers as well. They mm. like Rollers jump up and then uh, dance floor. Um, mm. Which I yeah, um, I don't really have any. I like it all. I just, just like if it sounds mean, it sounds mean. Like flying the limbs around. Yeah, flying the rooms around. It's it, it, uh, it's so um, drum and bass is so popular in New Zealand that it's now cool to dislike it. Mm. Like people are very vocal about like like the or I feel maybe I'm just sensitive to it. But like yeah, you're people, like what a word beginning no, with D? What was I just I just get I just get I just it 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 is hard to separate the music from the crowd um, mm. sometimes and. You know, New Zealand and I'm sure Aussie are very guilty of having like binge drinking young males who mm. are like fucking like uh, a sweetie and aggressive, or it comes off sweetie and aggressive when they're just having fun. Um, oh, but like it, 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 it does, it turns, and I've been like to Europe where like, you know, let it roll main stage, you can just like walk up and grab the rail. Like the people, mm. there's space, like it's about sharing music, like the culture is so much like different. Totally. And there's there's so there's such a depth to every genre of music. Like there's genres within that genre, and like you know I've yeah I've I've seen people like who like will be cussing out drum and bass, and then you just go put on put take them to like a good liquid drum and bass set, and they'll be like, oh <laughs> oh this is actually all good. Like I go like I don't, and I was like yeah. So I, I'm just in this weird and that space. Multiple where times, bro. Multiple times. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's just. It, yeah it's it's uh it's, i don't it never used to bother me i don't know maybe it's because i'm like feel like i'm not i'm no longer like a 20 year old student mm. who loves getting in the bosh i still mm. like music but i've like kind of grown mm. up a little bit totally digressing like, your in the in the amount of bass yeah well it's just like i don't mind being fucking um yeah. back back left instead of front left totally Oh, well, don't worry. So I wanted to, uh, I wanted to chat about uh, Father Crafty, bro. What's the, what's the go with uh, your old boy? I saw a photo of you on stage, and I'm like, yeah, it's got to be some of yeah. that. No, no craft, mate. Noel Ashley Craft, fucking, um, that's his middle name. Man, he probably the best example of how to do life for you um, mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Um, he, he just. He's got a lot of uh, passions that he's dedicated to. And uh, I think it's like, it's really cool. It leads him to lead quite a fulfilling life. So he, um, shit, what is it? Growing up, he was a tennis coach, a beekeeper, uh, a teacher at the local high school, um, take out the cray pots, fishing, <laughs> very, like very loved, loved, like loves guitar. His passion's guitar and writing, writing lyrics. Um, he's, he, he spends two to three hours every day in the in his boudoir wow. making music, um, the gar- gardening, walking the dog, and surfing. So he's like might might be one of the only seventy year olds still on a short board out at, out at one night. Does does yoga every day? Um, yes, bro. So he's quite a quite a 
quite a swami. Um, but and yeah, I, he's just the legend, man. He's got he's got uh, he's got a joke for you. He's he always has to say have the last word, like like mm-hmm. clockwork has to have the last word. Um, and yeah, kind of been been a. The, the, the only thing we disagreed on was tennis. Mm. Um, so I, I had to stop playing tennis because he was my coach. And there was some, we had some, <laughs> we had, we had some uh, technical difficulties there. I basically had to start surfing and start shredding. Like I had to get better than him so he couldn't tell me what to do. It was yeah, like nice. in my head. Like tennis, he was too far ahead of me. So I was just like, fuck this. I'm going surfing. And then I got good at surfing and I was like, He's like telling me how to do a bottom turn. I'm like, mate. <laughs> like, uh, have you seen? It's how um, you come off the top, mate. Like, I haven't seen you come off the top in ages, mate. Fuck have you seen Kissed by God? Yeah. Like, uh, no, I haven't. Oh, the. Oh yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, it's yeah. an incredible movie. He's incredible your bro. It is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Good yeah. show of how can all go wrong. How can all go wrong? And oh, man, surfing was just fucking like. Surfing was just like edgier and cooler in that era. It was yeah. like skating, like skating and surfing were fucking edgy and cool. Now, now it's just a tennis tour to oh, quote bro. Bobby Martinez. It's the WSL. I, I hate to bang on it because it has to be professional. They need to fucking pay for it and make some money. But yeah. it, it compared, compared to like Surfcore 2000, like mm. what, what we grew up just kind of shredding the bag and partying like all night and just like being sponsored yeah. going to Indo. You're just like, these guys are rock they're so rock star it was yep. so rock star and now it's like yeah man i like had to do like a 40 minute stretch before i got out there and i was like yeah i was just sitting watching the waves talking to my coach eating the nutrition <laughs> right like just getting everything like dialed in like this is the surfboard so i've i've got this six one monochrome railed surfboard just for this rocky left man and yeah i'm really like it's just like come on yep. bro what about just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, i was up all night like roostering like yeah 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 i I, I agree there's so there's so two ways though you know what i mean because it's like in that way they're trying to get better and it takes away the the excitement but then on the other hand there's the rawness but then there's then they're all dead as well you know what i mean we want it raw but they're all fucked like you know (laughs) it's like what do you do i've got a good yarn for you bro actually there's um there's a book here next to me my mate just gave to me and it's it's related to what we're saying it's it's a breath by rix and gracie right he's one of the gracies uh gracie family he's black belt jiu-jitsu like legendary jiu-jitsu and martial artist and uh he was in brazil and uh i think it was the wolf pack he was uh 17 at the time and the wolf pack came over and they were surfing hawaii Oh no, sorry. They were surfing Brazil at some comp and one of his mates, one of Rickson's mates dropped in on him and they caved him out in the water. Right. And, uh, Rickson's like, sweet, you don't, you don't disrespect my family. (laughs) And he's rocked up to their hotel, 17 years old. And they're all sitting around the pool drinking. And he's like, come out the front. He's like, uh, me and you are going to fight. And they're like, "Eh, little boy, like go away. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? They start laughing and they're drinking beers and whatnot. And he, all their surfboards are racked up in a row and he grabs the surfboards and he starts snapping them on his leg. And he's like, come out the front and they get up. They're like, sweet. And, uh, yeah, he takes him out the front and just, uh, yeah, goes to town on him. 17 years old. 
And, uh, <laughs> one by one, just choke <laughs> like the ocean, like drowning in the ocean, as I imagine, like playing doing jiu jitsu with them would be like. Holy bro. So, yeah, man, if you get a chance to have a look at that, I've, I'm just about to start, but um, that's one of the stories from it. So, oh, I'm excited. I'm very excited to read that. Yeah, I, I, it's you're, you're so right. Like being my age now, having gone through a whole lot of, uh, you know, friends like partying, drug abuse, mm-hmm. like seeing like the people losing their way. And, and what 14 year old me liked and idolized, like 27 year old me is wiser to it. But it doesn't mean that I don't fucking wish like Kelly Slater would just like rip a bomb and get out and get shacked in a 10 foot wave sometimes, you know? Totally, bro. Hey, yeah. But he is the goat. He's very, yeah, he's a goat. Um, but I, I, yeah, I mean, all the good things that I have in my life uh, do come from wanting to like live a better lifestyle and surf better. So like when I train, I think about like being able to go back in the water and be fit for that. And breath work, if I've ever done it, has always been motivating to get surfing. Eating well is, mm. is, is I want to be able to surf better and move my body. So I, I it's 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 just. It's from a parallel, an inter- isn't it? It's a yeah, yeah. It's an ally it? from from yeah, an it's the human instinct. Yeah, exactly. From an entertainment, entertainment. angle, bro. It, yeah, it's it's just not. I mean, that's why you look at free surfers like they call like I you know, Noah Dean and um like uh, Aussie Aussie Wright and it, like all the free surfers are just more, they they've been able to create careers because that was missing. That part has been totally taken away like mm-hmm. by the, the the comp surfer i mean i i did i was dedicated to comp surfer until i was 19 or 20 like so my whole 10 years oh, wicked bro surfing was was dedicated to doing surf comps and um i had some successes towards the end like i won won a net like scholastics championship which is basically all the high schools in new zealand and then the raglan surf academy comp which again is all the high schools in new zealand so mm. two like two national comps this was after fucking eating shit for like five years like just getting nowhere um and i i, I really locked in my last year and was doing all the training and the surfing but man i i had to take when i got to uni i just i just took almost like a year off i, I stopped competitive surfing completely because i kind of found this whole new world of entertainment and like people and partying and it happened. I don't know, just new, new people. And then I just remember so clearly, like after a year of like not going, going for a comp and like going for a free surf, I was like, man, this is so much better. Like, like I, why have I been like, I used to go out and time myself for 20 mm. minutes and like count the waves and like have to, I'd have to have like get five waves in 20 minutes and, make sure I finished off every turn and um, mm. like, I don't know, like looking, analyzing a style and stuff. And right, it's almost relating to what you were saying about, um, you know, about the, yeah, the music and the emceeing and not looking for the cash and, you know, making it like that. Yeah, thing. hundred percent. I've been, it's been so, it's been so, um, so uh, achievement focused or destination focused mm. for me for so long. And then, yeah, take a year off, and then I was like, man, I just love free surfing. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's all good, and it, it can just be that. Um, and for so long, I mean, I just, you know, I'm pulling off a wave, going underwater, and like, fuck, fuck, yeah, no. yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, punching yeah. your board, like, yeah. like, what are you doing? You're like loser. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> now, like, who cares? Like, you, 
Oh, you fucking this. I was so far off the tour, bro. It's not even funny, man. Like I was like, I was way too angry for how far off the tour I was. Yeah. Man. Like there, there's I was I did okay in some local comps in New Zealand. Like there's 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 a 13 year old Brazo right now doing backflips at, yeah. at some <laughs> crummy beach bank, bro. And and he's like coming fifth in the local comp, bro. There's like yeah. the the, the the level of surfing is spectacular, like unreal, especially with the wave pools. So the level of surfing, yeah, is uh, <laughs> is 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 off the chain. You were saying, yeah, I, I guess yeah. You watch it now, and I mean, wave pools are essentially a never before thing. Like the, the thing with surfing that was so hard is that every single wave is different, um, mm. so you have to approach it differently. It, that's why. I, on a side point, we'll get to that. I think like wave pool competitions are boring, mm. but because um, I'm surf called 2000. <laughs> uh, um, no, oh, but ooh. but it, now you see this like basically, essentially you have the same section delivered to you like mm. ten, like five, fifteen times in a surf, and you can you can you can go and learn. You can really learn a trick. Like mm. I think there's always the difference between skating and surfing. Is so 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 you know, on the conditions and surfing and that's where those moments of magic come from where away you're taking away the whole main concept which is which is mother nature at its at its rawest you know what yeah I mean? yeah 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 but from like a skill level and what people can do now like when they 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 go in a wave pool and then they can apply that to um mm. to the, to the, to the ocean yeah, it's totally. incredible it's very cool like I, I, it's yeah it blows my mind what some mm. of these um, guys and girls as well it's it's the level of surfing across everyone has it's just yeah it blows my mind it's very like i don't know uh, yeah like i said i was so far off the tour man <laughs> <laughs> where where's some of your favorite spots in invent to, to surf or anywhere in the world that you've um yeah so probably probably I mean, Gisborne, New Zealand, where I'm from, Wainu Beach, like without a doubt, it's mm. it's it's a world class surf uh, break when it's on. Like and it gets really big and it barrels. Um, it's like a sand break barrel. There's some, yeah, Gisborne and an hour north and an hour south of Gisborne. There's some incredible, incredible waves. Um, probably yeah, because I spent the most time surfing there. I've surfed the longest. Dunedin um, down south, which is cold but has incredible probably world-class surf as well, which mm. is just really cold. Raglan um, probably had some I've of heard, my best. I've heard such good things about Raglan, man. I yeah, Raglan's, Raglan's great. Just mm. big, long left-handers. They've got a few beaches as well. Um, and then internationally, I've um, done Puerto Escondido in Mexico, um, which got a, got a couple barrels there, mainly got shrimp tacos and drunk coronas. <laughs> um, um, and then I've been to... Bali got some great great waves in Bali, um, and that's that's kind of Bali slash Indo. Um, I'd love to do like want to do a boat trip dedicated to it. I, th I think right. yeah, the surfing man, surfing is such a big part of my life. I just um, just been on pause because I've got so much other stuff. Like I do it when I go home, so mm. like when I'm back home, I'll surf every day, and I, I try to get out here up in Auckland, but. Um, I think that's probably the next goal for me next year is to just take like two or three months off to just go to surf mm -hmm. and go surf. Cause I think 15 year old me will kill 35 year old me. If I haven't been to Indo like at my totally peak. Right. 
yeah. to get stand up puts, like, or at least try. <laughs> At least try to get some stand up perks. Like, like it's without yeah, smacking all... your board in rage this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, I won't be. Nah, I won't. Maybe if I, yeah, I'd probably, but if I missed a stand up barrel that was like a heater, I'd be gutted. But oh, I've surfed, um, Cloud, oh, Tahiti, uh, Chopu, mm-hmm. surf, Tiapo, Chopu, um, the, and then Cloud Break as well in Fiji. So, um, when was that, bro? Was that when you were a bit younger or? No, so I was I was actually nineteen and I was I was twenty, and I was over there for a party called Spring Break, and so <laughs> I was I was one of the staff members, and they I was there as a staff member, but I ended up just like snuck my way onto like hosting on the mic. So mm. like, uh, um, but basically they fly like 150 Kiwis over to Fiji, like private island, and then there's like five days of like DJs, food, cocktails. Food boozing yeah it's it's, it's mm. just it's it's pretty pretty fucking cool to be fair yeah. to be like go like i it's worth the money but like i wouldn't didn't have the money to pay for it so i was glad that i could go um um as a staff member but yeah. basically i just convinced these there were these two boys from the north shore um and I, like the, the the boat boat was going to cost me like 150 bucks to like go and like it was like on a wednesday morning i didn't even check the reports but i was just like convinced these two boys like while well, we're on on the beers i was like man like we should go cloud break man like fucking it's only 50 bucks each if we all go <laughs> uh, so we yeah it'd been up like emceeing and like partying kind of and then yeah 4 30 in the morning like woke the boys up this boat sure enough like clockwork like the boat that i'd asked for like arrived this, this fijian guy and he just took us for like, maybe like three or three hours on the boat and then mm. rolled up rolled up to um Brought up to cloud break and it was fucking on like wow. i had and i was wow. hung over man and, and i hadn't been in tubby like i mean i'm not this it wasn't a skinny machine you see in front of you now <laughs> like, like, like i'll turn sideways and you probably won't see me mate sometimes my flatmates been worried about me when i do sideways like i'm lean compared to the, like the fat dumpy lard yeah it was like the 22 year old lard had just been dedicated to fucking like trying to MC basically and eat yeah. food um and i had like my six one just my all-round board like it's the only board i just like brought it on the off chance that there there was waves and hmm. i um so I, was, I watched it for a little bit from the side of the boat and like there was like three or four people out and i mean I want to put a disclaimer in that I know I understand that in surfing, no matter what size you say it, like fucking unless you're like Hawaiian and you've been living there, like no one's ever gonna believe the size that you say it mm. was. So like the this was my it looked like my six foot, which mm. is big for me. Mm. All right. So like a, a decent size, like you should be on a step up around yep. this size. Yeah, I didn't have a step up. And so I was like, Pat, I was like, six, so all right, fuck, I can, yeah, I'll do it. Like, paddle out there and like, go out there. And I'm just like sitting out and <laughs> sitting out in the water, man. I'm just like, look, <laughs> this man, right. And like, one of the dudes is fucking Tom Curran, who's like an ex world champ, two time world yeah, champ. And the other dude, like, there's these other three dudes, I got no idea. And I'm, I'm just kind of like sitting on my board and like, just, just like, look to my left and right i just noticed there's like an extra like two to three foot on like sticking out of their boards like from the water like they've just got like maybe like two or three foot longer boards than i do like mm-hmm. and, uh, so they've they've, they've got i'm like okay it's all good like oh, it's been 
they're they're overgunned. I'm undergunned. <laughs> they're overgunned. This is it's like fucking. What's Tom Cohen doing, mate? World champ, mate. He doesn't even know what like what the right size board is, like fucking. So I turn around like catch 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 a fucking like start pedaling into like scratch my way into like a wave, miss it, and then like there's another wave behind it, and I fucking scratching, pulling, pulling because it's just got so much power. Like comes off like from really really deep water, mm-hmm. um, and 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 by the time it hits the reef, it's just like surge. So you've got to be fucking have a bit of gas, and I scratch my way into like this. Yeah, five footer, like a small, small one, and like jumped up, boom, like mean. I've got, I'm in my head, I'm thinking, I've got the wave. The two guys from the North Shore, two scared to come out, they've seen me catch a wave. So when we go back to the camp, people are going to know that I was, I'm a badass. Bad I'm, I'm bad, bad man. Meanwhile, meanwhile, my board's just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm just like fucking like holding on, like just going straight, like did not get shacked. Like thought I was, thought I was just going to pull in cloud break, get a fucking, Double overhead, shit did not happen. So five five away, and I like, pull off the side of the way, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, man! Surf cloud boat, like let's go, like fucking on the inside, <laughs> turn around, bro, and no shit, bro. There is a ten foot wave, like fucking no. just like like out of nowhere, like just like doubled. It's like because uh, imagine, it's, I think it's like every like twenty or thirty minutes, like they'll they'll just get like because it comes from such deep water, like every, like like this is the biggest wave I've ever seen like i've surfed like I've, i would say i'm like kind of high level skilled in smaller medium ways but like mm. i hadn't surfed a lot of big waves um, mm. and <laughs> i was just like fuck like dude this is like the biggest wave i've ever seen in my life like rolling out the back row and i am dead on the inside like there's no like i've caught i've caught the smallest wave like unknowingly i'm thinking like this is a decent sized wave because i watched it for like five minutes before i fucking held yeah. out mm. so i i thought i'd caught a set wave like i had caught like a little baby wave oh and like, like out of this wave like fucking double size just comes out i was just like fuck hell though so i just like started paneling and just this gigantic like i don't know bro like it was Monster. just like a double story like white water comes and it broke like maybe like a hundred hundred meters away from me so it had already like broke my god it's just this gigantic like white water fucking thing coming for me bro and i was just like pale my hardest jumped on my board tried to like do the pin the old like manu where you like break the water like only because I'd seen other people do that on videos. <laughs> I thought, like, I'd never used that technique at all. It's just like, that's what happens when you get big waves. Like, boom, dropped out, and I just got fucking, like, rolled for, like, like tumbled six t- times. Like, I just remember really specifically, like, mm. six times, and, like, going down real deep. Mm. Like, fucking running out of breath. And it was just, like, it co- finally got let low of the white water, and then it was just, like, one, two pedals, three pedals, four, five, and then six. And I finally broke. Fucking hell, bro. Broke the thing. And I, bro, I was like, free, like, bro, just like fucking in shock, scared yeah. as fuck, bro. Yeah. There's another way, bro. Like, oh, no, 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 like, no. Another way. No. Bro. Like, fuck, what the fuck? Like, no, please, Lord, let me get out of this. Like, this I'm fucking. This is I've it. I've been gone from like cocky, like I served cloud break. The guys saw it. Like, I'm going back to the fucking camp to just like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then that one hit me. And luckily, it just like caught me and then popped me back out the back. And there wasn't anything else from it. Like, that was it. And I was just fucking 
beeline straight to the fucking boat and mm-hmm. um got in there just like shaking like scared as fuck and but you know surf cloud still, back, right? still you still don't forget i'm a bad motherfucker yeah don't forget that yeah um and then we we, we went and surfed restaurants which was pumping it was like two foot like fucking peeling little left-handers so mm. it was got some good waves but yeah that that kind of that got me real that's actually been like really motivating like i want to spend some time dedicated to surfing some bigger waves and like mm. chasing it but but like it really taught me that you like you have to be um dedicated to it like mm-hmm. you can't like fuck around with mother nature or surfing and shit so 100%, you know, bro. i wanted a bit next time i'm doing like i want to be fit that's why i'm like really motivated to train at the moment because mm. you never know when the surf's going to be good so but you can control like being in touch with yeah uh, get connected with body. your body and yeah man. and then and the other one is just like health as far as like nutrition and eating and drinking like i was fucking yeah thought i was like party party man um well i was, <laughs> I was at that point i was been there, bro. Like, I, I was I, like, and then the third one's equipment so like having the right equipment look, looking at the conditions like getting a board that's fucking two to three foot like bigger than that um maybe maybe looking at the world champion and being like okay fuck this guy probably knows exactly <laughs> what is what he's up to um and yeah just being like humble but but yeah uh, so that's kind of it's it's a real goal down the track to get back into like to do some dedicated like decent wave surfing or catching riding i don't know but you think it's always the ocean has given you sort of like this appreciation and connection for nature that i've seen you speak about and stuff like that surfing yeah yeah i i think i go like a little crazy without it like and i and i realized this it actually took me a few years when i was at uni because my university was an hour and a half away from the surf and that's the first time i've lived an hour and a half away from the surf I, I can throw a stone from my home and and hit the ocean um and i was getting real fucking depressed and i was like mm. and my flatmate was just like bro it's whenever you go surfing you like you're good and then mm. and i was like oh fuck yeah like it, and there's something yeah grounding i just like I, it's like uh being away from it now like in in Auckland or when I was at university like having it like taken away from you makes you appreciate it but like when I was growing up when I was growing up it was just like this is just a part of who I am and it's just like it's what you do it's like you live and breathe the ocean and you're out there every day and how lucky bro to have had that fucking man bro we (laughs) me and my friends we had a 10 out of 10 upbringing like it yeah just, that's the granddad bro <laughs> oh my granddad yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well we, we just like the 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 ex, the experience of like growing and living up by the beach and surfing with your mates it's just like there's it's um it is well, i guess it is nowadays the money can buy experience but at, at the time it was it was just it's so yeah, it's like uh, the intangible in life, I think, which is like fucking having the ocean and stuff. But yeah, as far as nature goes, like I just need it um, and appreciate it. it. I feel being up in a city is pretty, you still feel pretty disconnected from it. Um, Definitely. I, think. Um, I fucking hate it. Like, I live quite close to the 
harbour or the like ocean harbour. So there's technically salt water next to me, and people are like, let's go for a swim. And I'm like, that's not the fucking ocean. That shit is like, <laughs> you, you come out with like a second skin. Like, yeah. what kind of place, like, what kind of body of water do you want to go for a swim in where you feel like you have to take a shower afterwards? Yeah, yeah. There's like, all the boats, all the boats are just dropping deuces out in the, uh, in the uh, in and all the people. It's just <laughs> yeah. like the runoff from the land, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, yeah, it, you can fucking feels like a slick like a thing but there's there's some incredible beaches around here like um maori bay and um Moriwai and piha um so there's it there's there's i mean we're so lucky man new zealand new zealand is as far as yeah we're it's an incredible country for nature and for activities and and even like uh, we're lucky we are like this is paradise man it's totally bro you get that you get that when you travel out. Eh? like i just was over in europe for the first time in four years and just had a mad reminder of just yeah everywhere you go man especially eastern europe what we were talking about croatia and yeah i mean it's beautiful but just in terms of yeah the opportunities and lifestyle and you know it's well, yeah i always i always buzzed out about i remember the places i visited in europe that were tourist destinations and you see mm-hmm. like you see a picture on the postcard and then you're like, that's incredible. Then you go to the spot and you're like, well, it does look like that, except there's like rubbish everywhere. And like, like, like that's, they've, they've obviously cleaned it up for the photo. Like in New Zealand, you take that photo. That's exactly what it looks Mm -hmm. like when you go there. Whereas all those landmark features in Europe where there's high density populations, it's just, it's impossible to keep it clean. Totally bro. So yeah, you've mentioned uh, a couple of times, your sort of health and getting back into that. Um, let's just chat a little bit about sort of mental health and stuff that you've had with that and health in general. Um, and yeah, mental health. I saw one of your videos, the freestyle over the, um, the beat pain. I think you said by D La Soul. I fucking love the vibe of that bro and the message of that cypher. Um, and I'll shout out your Instagram later so people can find that. But, you know, I think, uh, yeah, the power in those sorts of words can be life changing for people. And um, yeah, let's just chat a little bit about your 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 sort of mission and the message that you spread in health and stuff like that, bro. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. I um, I I guess I've been on a, like a little bit of my own journey. That one was just dedicated to my 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 close guy mates, my mm. my boys who we we grew up surfing together and um and going on mad adventures, man, mad benders, mad like just like we're fishing, surfing, skating. Uh, snowboarding just we we had a real adventure crew but we we're all um i don't know we're all we're just so busy doing everything else that we don't Mm. necessarily already talk talk about that stuff but but i i I feel like it it was just more written about like vocalizing how we all felt about each other mm. um and and um yeah i got a lot of really good feedback from those boys like that i it's i i feel like the the kind of men can't speak or you can't be in touch with emotions things it, it's i feel like it's kind of died out in our generation a little bit like people were talking about it a lot more or you feel a lot more comfortable i don't feel mm. weird about um asking my friends about their feelings and 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 or, or expressing my own um but that's probably that's like that's a long time coming and definitely the like my dad funniest guy you know like cannot be empathetic <laughs> like like he just mm-hmm. he's always got a joke or like he just or it'll be right like it's like yep. so never never wants to break it down and that's just their generation like that worked for them um but for i guess on a personal 
personal level, I probably like the biggest thing that I've been working on or like had to figure out over the last few years and like is probably my biggest growth growth is that I'm a I'm a huge people pleaser. I get a lot of my energy from people. Um, but I I am guilty of just like emptying my cup on everyone else. Um mm. and 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 just going like so hard down the entertaining everybody route or like trying to make everyone in a crew feel welcome and totally like, bro. Take, take, takes a lot of energy and um and I, I, for all the great stuff I do, I've like really not liked myself the last couple, like, like from, I think from like 21 to like 25 was just for some reason, I just like, I had like one failure, which would probably take too long to get into, but basically mm-hmm. like I, I tried to do, I, I tried to like up until that point, I, I, I applied for like, there's a lot of politics involved, but I applied for like the president of the student council when I was at uni. And I had like a lot of friends and cloud and people backing me, but like, I actually didn't want to do it. It was just like, everyone was telling me to do this. Mm. I, I just, I ended up like pulling out of the race because there was a lot of pressure from like the opposition and a lot of pressure from the people who were believing in me. And it was the first time that I just like actually didn't back myself and like failed and like kind of like had to recluse and there was a whole lot of fucking drugs and alcohol like thrown into that like it was my second Mm. year uni um but that that was i think that like realization of like the the first first was like oh my god i'm not invincible and oh my god like i can't just Mm. like go non-stop and do everything and from that point that was like 21 and then like i think the last like yeah four or five years has been like working through that like um being like why do i feel like that what like why did i like yeah that was a weird failure like took me like two years to even realize that that was the point where it started Mm -hmm. um but yeah so just kind of i think like it kind of being like why don't you feel like why don't i feel like everything i'm doing is good enough and then why am i willing to give everything to everyone else and not myself um so part of yeah part of that journey has been like exercise um i i just just realized i'm fucking like i was like look back at like why was i so happy in high school I was like well i was fucking surfing every morning oh, and every bro. afternoon I relate to you and so I, much with this and i was so. i was like non-stop and i had i had friends like i had people who were doing that with me in a community and like somewhere in amongst like all the chasing and seeing and just like trying to work really hard to build my business like i had like lost sight of that basics the but, basics yeah the, the mm-hmm. basics and um so that was like a big thing just being like man you just need to like exercise and then and then it was like finding the motivation to exercise so like mm. now i really want to be fit so when i perform like i've got more energy than the crowd like mm-hmm. um that i can go harder for longer and i know the type of training I do is like like hit training, so it's like mm-hmm. start and stop, which is a lot like a drum and bass set. And it, yeah, I, I need to be be able to like start and stop and perfectly. And like I'm like, I mean, I, I my 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 show is ninety percent dance. <laughs> like it's 100%. ninety it's ninety percent just me me being the clown, like using all my body. And I think that's like again, it's like the I don't mind not looking a little silly. I just like look like I'm into the music. Um, so like, like, yeah. And then, so 
motivation and just finding the motivation. So for me, it's like thinking about you want to be able to surf every opportunity you get to the surf, they're few and far between, but if you can have your body in the right spot, it means you'll be able to take, take a hold of those opportunities better. Mm. Um, and then the emceeing is um, uh, being fit for the crowd. And then the third thing is probably like, I just look at my dad, like he's still surfing at 70. That's incredible, um, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'd like, I long-term, I, I, I just, I want to like respect and look after like this vessel, this like, I'm, pretty like lucky to have a body that's, that's it bro isn't it able body man yeah two feet and a heartbeat for sure yeah, i agree with yeah you. yeah um so and then and, and and that process has been pretty buzzy like the mind body connection of like you just like fuck how deep it goes and how mm. how much better you feel when you work through that um and then we did did kind of like in the last year i had started going at like a therapist which was been an interesting like really cool experience um so basically an old friend um she's like a doc trained doctor and um i, I had like old friend is like very loosely i knew her um and she was like oh, i've got this funding i'm like doing a like she was a therapist or training to be a therapist after being a doctor and she had this funding for small business owners mm. um i was like man like fucking let's do it so i kind of recently just finished like the 10th session with her um and it was just like i guess the process of like uh like being aware of your feelings like just like acknowledging them but not mm -hmm. having to like come up with a solution just being like how did i feel today and looking through like those feelings and um and just acknowledging it rather than like i think sometimes it's like I feel anxious how do I solve being anxious like yep. or like like or like I feel happy I how, do I, yeah, how yeah. do I sustain this happiness forever yep. it's just like today I felt happy it yep. was cool today I, I also felt a little anxious like after my coffee I don't know just like going through like the the process of like what you're feeling and then it's just like thinking about like what are you grateful for um and I mean, I think that's a pretty basic one. Uh, it, it, great, like, yeah, gratitude's huge. It's just that you do have to practice that pathway. Like You do, man, because it's easy to forget what you actually yeah. do have. And, you, you know, totally. you have to travel to see that, really, in my opinion. You know what I mean? To really see the divide of what there is out there compared to what we have. Yeah. And then the, um, the third one is, um, oh, then this has probably been the major one for me, which I, I I've been real stuck in my just like in the moment, but like also like so I don't know where this is all fucking leading. I've just like always followed my nose. Um, mm. but it's been like a bit 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 scary, like thinking about the future because it's like quite has in the past been quite negative for some reason, or like there hasn't been a lot of belief in like what I can do. Like I've I've time and time again I've proved myself wrong. Mm, like totally. time and time again I've, I've been like you can't do this like it's not mm. going to work out like mm. it's just like constant like this constant voice in the back, back of your and head. forth yeah back and forth in my head which is like i'm doing this it's like you you can't it's gonna fail like i'm doing it anyway i'm like so like changing that from just like fucking what if it goes good like what if mm. what if you allow yourself to what if you get out of your way and you just do it and like what if like what if it's a what's the worst outcome? that can happen bro yeah 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 kind of yeah yeah Is that, so, and you feel like that's from you feel like that's from the the psychologist appointments the therapist appointment? yeah from the therapist yeah 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 like that's kind of what we talked about and worked on and um mm. just having a space man someone to 
dump on that isn't your business partners or your family Never. or your girlfriend um um it's 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 a lot of energy like fuck man i mean it's expensive if you have to pay for it but like Fuck, if I, you'd have to pay me a lot of money to listen to my fucking totally, podcast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so it's is, so though, hard. Yeah, I agree with you so much. Like I, for nearly, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's coming good. up to 12 months. I've been in a similar thing, but in like a mentoring program, like I've been getting mentored sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And bro, same thing as that because you get to speak for two hours every Tuesday or once a week. And the transformations in your perception of your own mind and understanding your your patterns and, and stuff about yourself. And I mean, how important is that for everyone to do? You know, at the end of the day, you get put through school, get put into a job, and then you're like, how does this thing even actually work? You know, like the mind. So, yeah, I'm stoked you brought that up because I think it's fucking real important. to just. I mean, you think at the start, you're like, oh, what could it actually really do? You know what I mean? Oh, I don't want to talk to them. I don't, you know, this and that. People's perceptions are so, um, a lot of the time, yeah, and it's like when you hear people talk about it, you're like, oh, they've drunk the Kool-Aid. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, like you're a bit cynical before you do it. And then you yeah. like when you take the time to like work through it and do it yourself, you're like, okay, there's like there's a lot of value there. Like, and I guess, yeah, it's it's kind of, but when you're in a negative mind frame and you see someone preaching the good, you're just like, it's easy to be cynical. So it's totally kind right. of like, how, how do you, yeah, how do you, I, I, yeah, as far as like mental health, goes like i'm i'm just a massive advocate for like the holistic approach of like yeah exercise mind yep. body spirituality like all, all yep. together like whole order is kind of how they refer to it and really an essential part what is it sorry brother whole order whole order it's called yeah whole order so it's like um uh physical spiritual mental and social well-being being i think wow. can you send me that. but like it's a different it's a different worldview like yeah, mm. yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah yeah um totally um so that's yeah i don't know it's uh, i i i'm not anti-medication but like sometimes i feel like they throw pills at everything oh and, yeah for and, sure man and i feel like i don't know like you're right like a weekly meeting with like 10 like-minded people would probably do a lot more than a fucking like in a pill it's just like i don't know everyone's in their little nuclear <laughs> individual fucking trying to hustle like yeah. culture it's so I, I don't know like it's i don't know i don't know how we solve that but yeah been, but working on it it's been it's still a journey man it's, it's course, not bro. even never ends man um, <clears throat> it, yeah yeah that's cool brother so let's chat about um yeah stoked you stoked you working through that um, let's chat about the department of arts the creative agencies have been doing some wicked shit looks like you've been having a ball doing it as well yeah. how did that come about bro what what's in who's involved and can you explain what what that's about for people who have no yeah. idea yeah yeah so uh the department of arts is a creative agency and we design fabricate and install um brand activations and stage designs for festivals um and we do a whole bunch of other stuff like merch furniture uh um boutique like custom design for anything uh, 3d animation uh virtual design it's like rendering um where it was being started by so there's three directors um myself um i'm comms guy um so i don't know surprise there but creative uh yeah yeah i do the comms and the and install like my backgrounds in events building events and um like communications and we've got josh big much who's our designer um yeah incredibly talented um three 
and then Jack, who is our fabricator. Um, great, great with the, he's good at everything. Um, materials, CNC machine, fabrication, like sign writing, he's kind of, and, and he's a very cool textile artist as well in his own right. Um, and we, we started, we met each other at Rhythm and Vines. I've been working there for like four or five years and um, I got asked to like run the art department. And I was like, well, I know how to run events, but I don't know anything about art. I knew Jack from surfing, so I called him up. He, he came in, he flew him up um, to help us for the first week. And then Josh, randomly, his mother had just moved to Gisborne. He had a friend of a friend who knew someone at Rhythm. Josh was the first person I ever interviewed formally for a role. Um, and um, we just really gelled. Like, so we delivered it and then we were like, we, I, I, I had just seen, I'd done enough work in events and seen enough that I was, that I knew that working for other people just just because of the nature of the industry kind of would get you nowhere. Like it, you, because every festival has a pretty tight budget and it's like pretty risky thing. Like most of the, and, and, and it's cool. It's a cool thing to do. They can like, you can get away with pe paying people like pretty lowly and like for a long time um, mm. just because it's a cool thing. And I, I just wanted, I just wanted like the freedom to do what we, we could. And I also wanted to own like all the stuff that we did. So we started this business. Um, oh man, it's so long. It's such a long story, but basically we just, we just, we, the, like, it was like very natural organic process of like, here's an idea. Cause and let's effect. make it happen. Like, like this is the, let's like Josh, Josh's, there was a one-to-one, -one, which is a cool club in Wellington was closing down. We all were big fans of it. So we're like, we, me and Jack flew up, flew to Wellington. We threw a pre-party at Josh's house where we decked the whole thing out with like free party. We put up all the decorations, flags, the canopy, lights. And um, from that, we met a whole bunch of people. And then we flew down to Jack's house. He was moving out of his flat. We threw a party there for free, like just installed everything, came up with all these ideas. We used a lot of like language and funny characters and um, kind of it was a, a real mix between Jack's sort of analog sort of style, textiles, fabrics, like painting, and then Josh's graphic and digital design. Um, so there was quite like a merger. It gave us a lot of personality visually, um, Printing, yeah. I think. Um, and we just progressed. And eventually from that work, we'd have people be like, oh, we, we own a brand, like, or we, we, or we own this festival. Can you come to a stage? And we'd be like, yeah. And then we'd fly down and, we'd, and, and blow them out of the water and then rhythm and vines we yes we really we really stepped they allowed us to like gave us the budget and the freedom to really take it to another level which mm. has been really cool um so we we've done like this year we're gonna i think we're gonna do like three of the stages we made this we made this dance club called the goose club which is basically like drag queens vogas singers dancers flamboyant like um fun disco and house club um which is it's it's really for these 20 year old for kids like of that age like it's gonna it's something they probably wouldn't see anywhere else like it's mm -hmm. really um we we put a lot of effort into like the love and the vibe of the space um and mm -hmm. i think and i think when you do that you can you can see you see the difference in the party and the mentality like so i think like when you go, just go to a club when it's just like searing music like drum and bass in particular like it can be easy to just like you're just like 
caning it. But for us, it's like, hey, we've both like made these boutique spaces and this is the behavior that we kind of expect. And mm. everyone who kind of comes along um, behaves in the way. So it's like smaller, not as scalable, but it's, 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 it really has a really good vibe. Um, and we've done, we've just finished our baby, which is uh, working late. Working which late. Is a game show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a game show and live music experience. So this is our first independent show, just us putting it on and, yeah, use the um, design and plan that whole thing. And I saw the virtual yeah, tour yeah. and and all that, yeah. man. It's crazy. Mm. So we yeah, we 3D render design all the sponsor activations, all the art installations that we're gonna do. We before but we have we know exactly what it's gonna look like before we even make it, which is like kind of the brilliance of Josh, our designer. And and then Jack's the brilliance is that he can convert all those ideas into real life things and we've getting those systems in place. But basically it was like yeah, it's a game show experience. So from the start, we had an actor come and like did it in a, in a boiler suit. And then we had a, a big um, barrel, uh, like a, a raffle barrel. Everyone got a raffle ticket. So immediately you come in, there's an actor. He's like giving you shit or he's, he's playing around with you, gives you a raffle ticket. You write your name, you put your raffle name in the barrel. And that's a big art installation. You've already walked through art trays. And then you walk into the gig. Over here, there's like, 18 disco plates the shining going off you look down to the left side there's a flower installation and some seats and um four bar lights and then the red bull bar is like a custom-made light wall with archways and um then we had a spark installation and then the actual stage was deep, like it looks like something out of i don't know like a, a stage set or from like an acting theater from theater more than a like a dance party um and so and then on stage there is a there was a rotating three-wheeled scooter from <laughs> yamaha like a brand new like worth like 10 grand like scooter yeah. and that's what everyone everyone who got a ticket to the show got to put their name in who the won? barrel who won the scooter um a girl called phoebe so we yeah. didn't know who she was but she Shout was stoked like yeah yeah so phoebe won it um and we had this incredible headliner called Confidence Man, who are from Australia. Mm, and they yeah, are Confidence Man, yeah, bro. Their, their live show is insane. Like, mm. buzz, craziest live show I've ever seen in my life. Like, mm. the costume changes and the stuff they were doing. Um, so, yeah, we do we do, do a whole bunch of stuff, man. We, we've got a workshop up here um, that has, like, a design studio, fabrication, and then, like, all our, all our artworks that we store in. Um, it's been, been about, like, two or three years in the making now, um, mm. and we're, we're um, yeah, we're, we're paying ourselves to do what we like. Um, it's, it's hard work, man. It's really, it's, it's really, really hard work. No. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah uh no it's just i mean it's hard man we're running a small business we're trying to do uh creative work and also we have a set of values that we really want to um adhere to um so um and and you know your values don't always line up with capitalism um, (laughs) which is what what i um say so yeah but i mean the department of arts for me is like we're filled with we've we've manifested or created something out of like our, our ideas. And I'm really proud of that. And I think a huge part for me was like growing a team of people like who supported each other um, and who really enjoyed spending time together um, and who made each other better. And we, we, yeah, we've, 
worked really hard on that and like we've we've got two new we got a, another designer another fabricator who's like started with us now more regularly and they're fit they've both fitted really well into the ethos of the crew and we're able to we're able to hire properly because we have a set of standards um i guess um of what we want to build um yeah. it's just it's just yeah i i, I when you're making like boutique custom artwork every time, like something brand new, it, the the economies of scale are, are, are pretty low. And you, you, I guess we're kind of, it's like you, we're finding a balance between like, do we just create a product and like, and like, and sell that? Or do we, yeah. are we a service or are we a product? And we're kind of going through that, that, that whole thing. And then I think with art and it takes, you know, five to 10 years to develop a start, a real style and a real reputation where people are like, actually, no, I'm going to pay you to just do what you do. Um, totally, and we're, 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 any, we're, we're form, there. In any form of art. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, in any, any form. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I've got a, I've got a pretty long-term like philosophical outlook on it. We've done, incredibly well for for where we're at now um and i'm really proud of it it's just um yeah i just don't think i don't think you get the work stops at any point um and maybe maybe yeah maybe maybe the life's like i don't know man i'm like i'm like half surfer half hustle culture like yeah. i'm like i'm hard, like I, I'm, I'm i'm like yeah it is good to like work really hard but at the same time like you want to live a life um sure. and and I, I think a lot like we're doing a lot of installs like late at night and pack outs early in the morning mm. um it shows and fucking you know, sleep is just so important to mm. your mental health and mm. like your happiness and mm. um so it's just we just in we kind of i feel like we're kind of in a new stage which is exciting which is like we're, we're well over the startup hump um and and we're we're just we're just kind of figuring out like what it looks like in the next few years, and also the motivation for the work has changed a lot. Like it's amazing how quickly things can change in two years. Like we, I mean, being like 24, 25 when we started it, and now we're we're 27, 28, and um, we just got different interests and like kind of, you know, it, it was like we'll drive down, we'll build for three days, we'll party for two, and then we'll pack down for one. And then we'll, and then the next day we're on to the next show and we're going mm. to do that exact same thing. Um, and now it's, it's just, you know, it, it just loses its like appeal oh, when you're tired like all the time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so there's, and there's so much, I mean, we don't just like, we have so many skills between us and there's so many cool things. Like one of the things that I really enjoy about it is we make great content. We make great wrap up videos and, and the three of us, like the characters, like we all, um, we are very distinguished, different personalities, but we also kind of feed off each other um, in that way. And the strongest shape in the universe is a triangle, my friend. And that's, that's <laughs> right. That, that's that's three people so it, it, from a like working relationship i couldn't couldn't ask for a better team and um, mm. better like supporters like we, we are really good friends but we also spend a lot of like when we we've got time off we don't feel like we have to like hang out together non-stop like we get totally to see right. each other every day um we've kind of like i think it's matured in that way a lot um I, yeah bro it blows my fucking mind the work we do um it mm. really the we, we've from from we started the company with like i think it was like five like 
500 bucks each which we didn't yeah. have like like five like um and we've got a workshop and 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 we're charging like good money it's just costing more because we've got we <laughs> going bigger <laughs> yeah but, but like like the scale of what we're doing is really really incredible and i'll fucking yeah i would uh, really encourage anyone to do that if you've got something that you want to do like fucking go for it like, you know what i was worst, thinking before like, yeah exactly i was thinking about this when we were talking earlier realistically how many people do you know or how many people have you heard of that have you know, either built a business in their lifetime, failed, gone broke, rebuilt again, people who have ruined their lives and, you know, not ruined their lives, sorry, but made mistakes, gone to jail somewhere in their 30s, come out, build life again. You know what I mean? Like everyone has this this cushiony net of of security of what life has to look like. You know what I mean? It's like, whereas you go to places like this is, I don't even know how this is coming in right now, but I've just found from hanging out with a lot of Brazilians and, and Latins and, you know, Argentinians and, there's this fire in their their bones and in their life every day and they celebrate, you know what I mean? Like they don't have so much over there and life's quite hard, but it adds this sort of substance to, to their, to their life. So yeah. Don't be so afraid of, of, um, of fucking. Oh bro. Taking an owl. Like we took a, like, I mean, you know, publicly like the promoters, the promoters thing is that everything, every show was a sellout and every show was great. But like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. so working late, we, we actually sold it out the first time. And then this last time we, we, for whatever reason, people didn't have money. Everyone was overseas. A lot mm-hmm. of our friends were gone. Like, um, I think the lineup probably didn't hit as like, uh, like quality was there, but as far as like the gravity for people to buy tickets and people mm-hmm. like they'll buy who they know. Um, um, it just wasn't there. And we like, we took an L on it as far as like, it was the best show we ever delivered. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you're an artist and you're like, we put out like, we're not just like, we're not promoters. Like we just like, we designed the entire space from scratch and like mm-hmm. give it our style and our flair and our touch. And um, we had like, yeah, like, and, it didn't sell the way that we thought it was going to be. It, it, it was like taking that out. I thought that leading up to it, I thought it was going to be the end of the world. Now it's happened. I'm just like, man, I just like, fuck, you just take L's and then you get W's yeah. and then you take L's yeah. and then you take W's. And it's just like, it's a never ending spiral of ones and zeros. And like, it's just the, the process of going through that. Like, I feel so much more feel philosophical about it now. Like mm-hmm. whereas beforehand I was like, freaking out like yeah that i from like working on mental health exercising doing that like that's probably and like growing up a little bit in the last yeah. like years that's probably the weird the weirdest one of not even weird but like the thing that i've kind of established in my brain is like yeah you just take l's and you take w's and you totally just brother fucking carry on carry like, on with it mate yeah, yeah, yeah fucking yeah. carry on man like, i agree man all right if i fucking cark it tomorrow i'd be like and look back on like what I've done and be like, fucking oath. Like I oh. never, like I, I always did. I always went for it. Like yep. full tilt went for yep. it. Um, I'm die wondering bro. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, now I'm like, oh man, I'm too tired to go full tilt with it. Like <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what that next, like I know I'm young. Like I, I, yeah. I there's plenty of time and I, I fucking, there's like, it's, it's just how you feel. But, but, um, yeah, I'm going through a, a you know a transitional period, transitional I suppose. And, mm. yeah, 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 Twenty-seven and, is bro. Yeah. Twenty-seven is a massive transitional turn as well. Yeah, yeah twenty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And don't I'm, say, I'm glad that my, I'm. Don't say my age again, come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, I fucking it's like. Well, that's a great big great 
traveling with like state of mind like they are fucking yeah. well older than me and they just oh, love they like got to got to do what they like to do their whole life and it's it's a pretty rewarding thing and pretty inspiring seeing that um from from that that perspective but yeah it, it's it's funny man you get better i'm way better at what i wanted to do when i was 20 but mm. i'm i'm like bro i'm i'm a 20 year old Dunedin breathers dream bro like totally. fucking like like i like i'm living that life bro like i build festivals and i play play music like uh, in front of crowds like it's it's i'm doing whatever like what i wanted to do mm. um but now like and i'm good at i'm getting better at it and i understand like how like i need to put more i know i'm i know how to put structured time into it in order to get better totally better. and but i'm just like <laughs> I'm just not 20 like i just i don't know like i don't want to i don't want to necessarily impress those people anymore oh, like man. i just i don't know like um i want to impress yeah i just want to figure it out for myself i suppose like it's like i'm way yeah i'm way better at it but i'm just like not there as far as um yeah i, I, I don't know for me i guess it's yeah i i don't know what the next step is with it i want to go overseas and play um, I'd love to. I'd love to. Like, I'll probably, I'll definitely retire if I ever play overseas. Like, <laughs> just play one, one show and be like, you done it. You clocked that's it. it. Like, yeah. that's that's all all you could, like, that's the most you could, like, yeah. Back to just, God, just waves, like, just waves the rest of your life. Tent in the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's, that's totally, that's the, I think that's actually, like, the next phase. Like, I think I want to move back to Gizzy and just, like, dedicate. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Gizzy. A few yeah. years Gizzy, Gizzy, few years to surfing, like, um, but that's, yeah, that, that's, that's such an, I don't know, having different skills and interests, is such a good thing, like, I, I don't, I don't really have any, fear. like, if it all, if everything blows up in front of my face right now, like, I'll just go surfing, like, totally I'll just right. be like, fuck it, like, like, I don't actually need any money to go surfing, I'll just mm-hmm. go, like, I'll, I'll, get a letter from the bank every two days me like hey mate you know that loan you took out to build your business that <laughs> blew up and i'll be like give us a fucking break mate you've yeah. made record profits like you can't make record profits in the last two and a half years like okay give me a break my, yeah. my puny little loan that i I got off you guys to start my business. So. Send them back a freestyle. Send them back a freestyle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Freestyle. <laughs> a freestyle about quantitative easing, bro, and inflation. Like a, what is inflation? And how it's all tied name. up and what? Yeah. Numbers yeah, on the computer fine. screen. Um, yeah, yeah, so you did you did your first international international thing. Is that right? Splendor in the Grass at Australia? Yes. Yeah, so so with Department of Arts, yeah. Yeah, so there yeah, was our Department first Arts, international yeah. job. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we we we'd been doing um, Live Nation own Splendor in the Grass, and they also they just brought into Rhythm and Vines our festival like three years ago. Um, so there's they've recently been doing like a lot of crossover with like staff from Australia working on Rhythm and Vines, and mm-hmm. the show in 2021 we had been talking to some of their team, and we were going to help them build some sponsor activations at Rhythm and Vines, and then it, the whole thing fell through. Uh, got cancelled by COVID, and um, and I just like we went through another lockdown after Rhythm got cancelled in like February, and it was just like fuck this, like are you kidding me? Um, lost all our work again for like the third time. Mm. Um, 
just like hilarious. And then I was just like, well, I know Spinner in the Grass is going to happen. So I just sent an email to those that crew that we were working with. Um, and I said, hey, we've got four crew. We've like, I, And I know that events have been like rough in Australia because a lot of people haven't been out to work. Um, mm. Or like there wasn't, there wasn't as much support, government support, and it sounded like a bit of a cluster. So if I was in Australia and it was a cluster, I would have just gone and got a different paying job. And like, mm. then you get a bit of a brain drain from the industry. Mm. Um, and I just sent them email like, hey, like we're willing to like cover out, you know, whatever cost to get over there. We just want to come do some work. And they were like, yeah, sweet. So we we went over there and um, we worked for, yeah, Splinter in the Grass to building their sponsor activations with Seek and Sun. Um, very, really, really opening, really cool experience. Mm. So they, 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 they were cool, man. They were cool to their team. They were really, it was really nice vibe really relaxed um i was really surprised that there was a lot like there were a lot of people who are like kind of five ten years older than us whereas here we're kind of yeah yeah yeah. i suppose because the industry is not as big so you can't like stay in it as long like it's not uh like yeah you probably i think i feel like you kind of get that confronting like am i going to make a career out of this or am i just going to go do something else like quite early in new zealand just because like it you know here there's like four major shows that you can bounce between mm. maybe um and in australia there's you know 40 or 50 it's just mm. it's just that much bigger um and um yeah so we did an installation for red bull like they'd done all the it was different for us because we usually design and fabricate everything we, we try to do like we our whole thing is like from start to finish delivery mm. um so we we were just hired as like skilled install labor um but that was really cool like the scale of their the 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 budgets that they have and the scale of what they're doing and the, i was really interested in how much closer they work with the sponsors um mm-hmm. they did a really good job of looking after their sponsors and clients and like going back and forth um that <laughs> <laughs> i fucking <laughs> We fucking we like I, we don't mind sponsors, but like we're always like we know better. Like we we like we're the artists. Like like um. So we we it was, and I think maybe we just weren't aware of like the kind of the process and systems to make that quite smooth. That between the client, between the sponsor and the like the activation, and that, that when I like looking at the, the way they worked with their clients and their sponsors, I was like, oh, okay, there's a way to do this. Like it's not, it doesn't have to be all like we're the artist man like we're doing the art like yeah yeah like fucking corporate entities man. like it's like fuck <laughs> man money makes the world go around like a, a little bit oh, fuck. i don't know it, it it was i i thought they did a good job of balancing like what the festival needed at that spot and what the what a, what a sponsor would like um so, yeah. so that was quite opening and we spent a bit of time in byron bay um Bro, I'm spewing Which that. Um, like, overseas, I would have. I would have saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been. It would have been cracking. Yeah, I spent a bit of time in Byron Bay. Uh, that was like influence the culture meets boho hippie life, <laughs> van living meets like capitalism on crack meets yeah, tour- yeah, yeah. tourist Crazy. town. Like, uh, I, I was uh, very cool. Like, I met some really cool people. I've had a couple of Kiwi mates with there, but. Yeah, well, that I, it wasn't what I expected. It wasn't what I not expected it to mm. be. Um, and the festival, the festival, man, I felt bad. The weather was a bit of a letdown, just mm. as far as like I wanted to see a few acts that I get it. But 
pulled it together. I, it's great. It was a really well-run festival, I thought. Mm. Like, they've been obviously been doing it for, like, 20 years. Um, I don't know what they could have done better as far as the weather. Like, like it had flooded there, like, three months before, I think. And then they just got, like, the two days of rain that out of nowhere right on the festival day. Um, but, yeah, it was, yeah, it's, it was just rough. But they, they handled it really well, I thought, internally. Like, no one was really, like, angry at each other and which which can you can get that on a festival site pretty easily mm, um and they they did a good good job of looking after us and i will be back there next year hopefully i think yeah it was it was it was really cool to see the um man everyone in aussie is like paid more the weather is hotter and like people are like objectively better looking as well like i just <laughs> like there's all oh, these more people Bro, the I mean, it's a month, but like, grass is always greener, bro. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. imagine. I, but the, yeah, that just everyone said. I and we were on holiday, so obviously working holiday. I'll be um, honest, bro. But, this yeah, area was, in particular, I'm not from here, but um, I've been living here for a bit, and yeah, it is exceptionally, exceptionally good, good crew, and uh, yeah, yeah, lifestyle. Cool. You know what I mean? You picked a good spot to come and do a show, that's for sure. Or come and set up. Mm. Um, yeah, so what's definitely. in the what's what's sort of in the future for you, man? Like, what do you what do you see, and what do you philosophically see that this? Uh, Thank you, bro. Uh, um, I think for Department of Arts, where we've got like a really big, busy summer ahead. We've got a festival called the Longline Classic in two weeks, which is in Gisborne, in my hometown. Um, then we've got I'll be playing that show as well with Witters, which is cool. So. Um, uh, I like the ones where I can build the stage and play on them. I think it's kind of quite mm. unique. Uh, and then we've got another festival in Tauranga, which we're co-promoting with our friends from Red Herring called Imbloom, like 1,000-person festival boutique, doing all the artwork design. Rhythm and Vines, which is the major one, we're delivering that um, with the Department of Arts. We've got, yeah, four or five stages that we're doing, a couple other activations. There's like eight, I think there's seven projects in total that we're delivering, brand new. Um, and then a whole bunch of uh, exciting stuff there. We, oh, it's summer, silly season, a whole bunch of things. Hopefully like uh, we've got, oh, actually there's a really cool video that we're doing with Dickies um, in collaboration, which goes over working late and a kind of a documentary on working late which is coming out soon so i'll send that through to you i'm really excited for that to come out that's like that tells the department of arts story Sick, probably Sick. a lot better yeah better than i i've skimmed over i feel like i have told that i've been like on a promo crusade with the department of arts on that for like the last few months so i tried to kind of skip over like I, it's like a script in my head um sure. but um so yeah working hard on that i think we're we, figuring out just like with the where the department what the department of arts looks like in five years time i think is a big thing i, totally. I think it's more more boutique festivals less events and like more just like so like more quality events mm. oh sorry yeah quality events and less of them mm. and then kind of an arm of like um like custom boutique design like interior design or objects and um, furniture and merch and stuff that that and then like a content arm like doing show it like I'd, I'd really like to make a series of our work um like a dedicated show that you watch um like like home improvement um maybe not like so soapy but um and then and then for myself uh want to keep on doing the 
little things every day, like the compound interest. I'm, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm at kind of six, uh, maybe like six or seven weeks into dedicated training and kind of taking the time to look after myself and work like eating and stuff. And I, I just want to focus on doing that every day mm -hmm. for the next few, few months and like see where it takes me. Cause I've always, I always get to like six, six months and kind of like get into like another fucking, I get busy with work or mm. a whole bunch of shows and I fall over. So it's really like focusing on like, even though I'm not going to feel, I'm really interested to see where the benefits of doing that stuff, a small bit every day gets me in like a year's time. Um, so that. experimenting, like, like that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to really hone in on the, on, yeah, on the, the habits, um, especially because I've been doing it, feeling the benefits. And now it's like, it's a bit slower to feel those benefits and, and it's easier to kind of get complacent on it. And mm -hmm. so it's just making sure I'm checking in with myself and working on that stuff. And I want to, I'm going to play in Europe next year, rain, hail, shine, yes, brother. hellfire, <laughs> war, or uh, um, whatever's going on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play in Europe. Um, um, and, and travel and see the world. And I'm going to do a dedicated surfing trip for myself um, for like two months somewhere in, in, in Indo. And, um, and then, and then long-term I've, yeah, I have no idea, man. I really, I've, I'm excited for it. I would like to spend, yeah. Um, I like, I am just like, I'm maturing and good and i'm just wondering whether like all my passions and what i want to do is like maturing with that or if there's another outlet that i like want to discover go to totally bro yeah i i feel like i feel like there's i've got like another year of i've got at least a year of doing what i'm doing right now really well mm. and seeing it where it takes me mm. and allow giving myself that time to develop the the future plan um i i think um i yeah i'm not i've never been a <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's all good and then maybe yeah i don't know feel yeah that's it i mean i'm good i'm happy as bro it's been a long time since i felt happy so it's you've got me at a good time uh, to be honest like between even between between the time when you said we should do a podcast like now like you got you got me I got much clearer thinking and much Man's at a good Yeah, yeah you got me prime, mate. But skinny, yeah. bro. Skinny, bro. Like, can't, can't see that sideways, bro. Side? When I stand sideways, bro. I'm fucking like a hoodie fight, brother. Bro, disappeared, bro. <laughs> no, disappeared. Yeah. yeah, man, I'm keen to get over oh. to NZ and see that at some point. Um, oh, you got a beer, bro. You can stay here with us. Well, yeah. not well, not until I move into my new flat. <laughs> but uh, if you... <laughs> I'm actually moving out. But, but bro... Gizzy, if you need want to go see Gizzy, you can stay with my old man. He still lives there, and you can come over here for sure, bro. We'll yeah, we'll man. do something, and, and I'm gonna release the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna sorry. You, you, yeah, that's what yeah. you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to release the song as well. Look forward to hearing that. I just wanted to say, bro. Even though you're in the moment now and you don't know, like you said before, when you look back on it, you're doing wicked shit, and this is a point that you're gonna be able to tell your grandkids about, and you know, you'd be inspiring heaps of people, and. Uh, at the end of the day, what festivals have done for you, you're now providing that space for people. So big up to you, brother. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm stoked. Like I said, I'm, and I'm willing to accept that shit now. I can, I can say thanks without feeling weird. You know, because yeah. sometimes you feel weird when people give compliments. I'm a mad. I can defector. give a good guess. Now you are. Yeah. You are. Now you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I'm giving you a compliment. Don't fucking tell me what I have.
know, yeah, yeah, I had a mate, I mate send me a message like complimenting. I sent one back. He's like, is this what we're doing? Are we just wanting <laughs> one upping on the compliments? Like, I was like, yeah, man, funny. That's so funny you said that. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 all good, bro. I think, I think, think uh I think there'll be a lot of good stuff in the future for me, bro. For everyone, hopefully. Everyone in my circle, I'll be doing enough so that we can all have good shit coming our way, I think. Okay. Is there anything else that you wanted to say, man? Um, nah, man. I reckon. Oh, check out the Department of Arts. Oh, yeah, that's doing on yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, shout out to the, really cool. the names there. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, oh, as always, like if you're into drum and bass music, have a look at Witter's music. He's like, um, yeah, I, we didn't get too much into it, but he's like my best one of my best mates like collaborator and and he's he makes he's about to release an ep that's gonna fucking mm. blow the mind um i think it's very yeah i don't know it's very witters he makes he makes his own sound of music and i've watched him develop it so if anyone wants to listen to some good music burning cold by Wiz is a nice little intro um and i don't know man what's come, your, uh, come your over bro what's yours follow underscore uh, underscore craft yeah, follow underscore the underscore craft. And that comes from, I just want everyone to know that I was a Fisher fan Fisher when fan, he was doing yeah, blogs. Yeah, yeah, When yeah, he was yeah. doing on surfing Vimeo. blogs when I was like 13, <laughs> bro. Yeah, that, so that, that name, it is, it is, I am copying Fisher, but I am yeah. copying him from when I was like 13 and he was yeah. doing interviews at like Huntington Beach with the penis-shaped board, like well before he fucking TikTok and blew up, like, so yeah, it's a full blown copy, but it was like a cool, totally. cool copy. You know, and what's Department like, of Arts, bro? Department D O. Uh, department Department underscore of underscore arts. Yep. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll suss it. We'll suss Sick, it. Bro. Sick. I'll be in the descriptions anyway for anyone who wants to know. So cheers for your time, Jay. Cheers. Thank you very much, man. Oh, this is also you've helped me achieve one of my goals, which was going to be get on a podcast. Yes. So, yes. So. I'm take that off my list, mate. You're fucking, you're making dreams come true. <laughs> fucking up. Peace, bro.